Welcome back to the final episode of season number six, man. I'm your host, Arsenio, as always, and another episode of the ESL podcast. Arsenio's, of course, and here we are doing the part B of the last segment. So, guys, this is important. First and foremost, what feedback do you think Hannah gives to Sonali after the presentation? Because that's what we're going to be listening to. It's about three minutes worth of presentation, right? I'm going to be going over it, but I'm going to give it, you know, there's a lot of different tips in terms of presentations. Uh, I'll go over some of them. They're in four different categories before the presentation, at the start of the presentation, during the presentation, at the end of the presentation. So number one, it's always planning and preparing the visuals, right? Now, when you do the visuals, make sure that you do not put so much text on them and make sure you do not refer back and just read them right off the, you know, the text. This is what makes me so good, especially looking at, you know, what had happened with KTB last year, another bank that I've done a number of presentations for. Like when I go to one slide, my slides, I probably have only 15 slides, but that covers six hours. Why? Because I'm that good. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that in a braggadocious way, meaning like in an egotistical way. I'm saying that in a way that, okay, you know, after being denied so many jobs out here in Thailand, face it, like it, like it or not, I'm the number one guy here in this city. You can't beat me. That's all there is to it. So how did I get there? Well, it was just a setup and having the knowledge behind the presentation, especially too. So yeah, you can have cue cards. I know a lot of people have cue cards and stuff, but if you're an excellent presenter and you know exactly what you're talking about, all you need is a slide to point you in that direction. If two words pop up on that slide, you should be able to speak about that slide for about 15 to 30 minutes. You should check out some of the Brendan Bouchard presentations and everyone else who's out there, you know? So again, at the beginning, introduce yourself, your company, say clearly what the objectives are. Given an internal preview is very important, right? So I always discuss with the guys, you know, and thank you so much for being here. I am your trainer, Arsenio, today, and we're going to be going over email writing, da 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 So first and foremost, I would like to clarify expectations. So who deals with foreigners? I would ask a variety of questions that go deep into other, in all the branches of the bank. I would write that down and I would say, okay, what's something that you wish to take away from this, this workshop today? Like, I want to make sure I hit off on all of them. So when the end of the workshop comes, they're like, dude, that's fucking phenomenal. Dude, that guy is so good at what he does. No shit. It's because I learned so much from doing presentations. So give that internal preview. Also, signposting, different phrases. We all know how that works. Uh, don't read from the, you know, don't read from the visuals. You're just going to ultimately sound boring. Speak clearly, but not too quickly. Sometimes I have a tendency on this podcast to speak very quickly. However, when I'm giving presentations to people who are probably in the pre-intermediate or intermediate realm, like this season is elementary. The next season coming up next week is going to be, uh, what is it? Pre-intermediate. Um, but when I'm speaking to Thai students, I make sure that I slow my language down and emphasize particular words. Do you guys get what I'm saying? So at the very end, summarize the key points. Always thank them for listening. Get into those questions. Again, that's not how mine is. I put them into group activities. They do group presentations with email workshops. 
Uh, we do different phrases. We implement those phrases into their writing. They have a pretest. They have a post-test. There's a lot of different things that happens, right? And so it's not just your basic household presentation where I'm like presenting something to someone and I'm hoping that they buy something. No, you guys heard that story. You know, KTB, the one that I've done about, I believe three, is it three? About three workshops in regards to email with. I've done three big email workshops with them. When we went for the initial interview, my friend gave a presentation, no eye contact, cold, talking about the company. They, she was talking about everything that they didn't care, that they didn't want to hear. They want to hear how we can help them. And I said, man, this is a dire situation towards the end because I saw one of the HR ladies becoming very like bored, very agitated. And then at the end, I said, hold on, can I ask you a question? What is it that your employees need from me. And when we did that, all three of those HR officers ultimately ended up opening up and saying, oh my God, that is so, yeah, this and that. And guess what? I got that workshop because I saved my friend from a disaster. Sometimes when you present, it's too robotic, whereas there's no authenticity there. So you must keep that in mind. And with that being said, what we're going to do, I'm going to hurry up and screen share, and we're going to listen and break down Miss Sonali's presentation. And let me hurry up and screen share. All right, here we go. Shall I start? Ready when you are. Okay. She's got paper. I, I mean, that's all right. So this is the ST-Series touchscreen shredder. First of all, I tell you about its performance. Can I ask a question? Uh, yes. Is there just one ST model? You said series. Oh, sorry. There are three models. 15, 25 and 35. This is the ST25. Okay, thanks. Um, it shreds 25 sheets at a pass. That means you can put 25 sheets in at the same time. And in one day, you can shred up to 1,000 sheets. The motor in this model is designed so it doesn't get too hot when you're using it a lot. And the bin, that's where the shredded paper goes, can hold 1,000 sheets. So you only need to empty it once per day. It's a strip-cut shredder, which means the paper is cut into thin strips. As you can see, they're very thin, four millimeters wide. Would you like to look at them? Thank you. Thanks. Uh, okay, look at... Secondly, shredding. I'd like to tell you about the safety features. The ST25 automatically switches off. Sorry, goes into standby mode if you haven't used it for 10 seconds. It starts again when you put a sheet of paper in. Uh, does that mean it saves energy? Yes, that's right. And if you don't use it for five hours, it disconnects from the electricity supply. Finally, I'll tell you about the touchscreen. Oh, yes. The touchscreen shows you the status of the machine, whether it's in standby or switched off, and it also shows you if the paper is jammed or if the machine needs oil and when the bin is full. Are there any questions? Yes. Does it only shred paper or can you shred CDs and credit cards as well? 
That's a very good question. I'm glad you asked that. There is a separate slot for credit cards and CDs, and the strips go in a separate bin. Thank you. That brings me to the end of my presentation. Thank you for listening. All right, so that is the end. So what do you think she did well in? What do you think you would give her feedback in? What do you think Hannah probably had given her in regards to feedback? She kept looking. Now, obviously, you guys, this is a podcast, but she kept looking at the board. It felt like she wasn't very knowledgeable about the product, right? Now, does she have to hand Hannah the paper? The shredded paper? Not really, okay? You could probably just show four millimeters. Nobody wants to hold a bunch of dead, you know, shredded paper. It's completely useless. But nonetheless, I think she has to put more authenticity into it, right? Because you see that it sounds like she's doing it in a very robotic way that it's her job, right? It sounds like she's doing a job rather than living the presentation. Now, you guys obviously, you guys probably don't know what I just said, but you can tell when someone is passionate about what they're talking, about what they're talking about, and you can tell when someone is just doing this for some money. Now, there's no, obviously, this is all, you know, scripted and everything, so this is what she was supposed to do, but if you're one of these people, people would say, oh, okay, all right, well, this is just your basic household presentation. Uh, she seems very nervous, obviously. She doesn't you know, give more examples, or she didn't give more examples, there's no communication, uh, you know, yeah, and I mean, again, she didn't fit in a couple of things to her presentation, that's no problem, that's good feedback, but did she live the presentation, and this is critical, and this is what you guys are going to be hearing on the next podcast in regards to my presentation that I did last year, and you're going to be able to compare something such as this to what I had did, or I'm sorry, what I had done. So in saying that people, oh my God, that is literally the end of this wonderful series. I mean, this season, there was so much. I was either contemplating whether or not I wanted to start off at elementary and maybe go straight into pre-intermediate. But then I said, well, Arsenio, there's going to be pre-intermediate, intermediate, upper intermediate, and then hopefully an advanced level. But then after that, then what? By that time, uh, I should have more than a million views. I still want to do podcasts, but I have no idea what I'm going to be turning it into. Maybe short story, maybe this. I was supposed to do a short story podcast with someone else just recently. Oh, not recently, last year, but she, she stood me up like two, three times, no messages, no nothing. And I'm just like, you know what? Goodbye. Unfortunately, that's how it is. Uh, with some people, especially if you meet them on LinkedIn, but I've made some great folks on there and I want to bring more classes and do more things in regards to classes. And there's, there's a lot of great stuff, but I won't have to worry about that for at least another two years. Thank God. Uh, but in saying that, wow, what a season. Season six is done. Now we're going to be going into season seven coming up next week with the introduction. But before that, you're going to hear my presentation at the BIDC of last year. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this amazing season. If you guys have any feedback, make sure you follow me, Arsenio's ESL Podcast. Again, courses are going to be debuting. Lots of things are going to be coming to you your way. So stay tuned. And thank you, thank you, thank you so much 
for tuning in to another wonderful ESL podcast. I'm your host, as always, over and out.